fuck like you call Giannis name You don't like it, well fuck it, you don't have to listen I'm speaking facts when I talk, I know it's something different I'm in the first state, crumbing like I'm first place I talk that terrible shit, but you got worse takes I got no anger for haters, that shit don't even matter Cause when I finish the show, I'll grab some wine after So let me get on this mic and make your brain freeze I'ma do it my way, so all the lames leave It's just me, you know I'm careful of fakes So sit back and listen while I spit my terrible takes Yo! Oh shit, here we go. Look, like I said on the Cody Randy episode, I gotta split it up. I gotta do shorter episodes. I gotta make it different. I don't know. Uh, shit works. It's not, I don't wanna waste my time anymore, you know? I don't wanna waste your guys' time. So if there's a chance that these shorter things make more sense, let me know. Graham, I apologize. I know you like the longer ones, especially when they're, you know, five hours long. You can put them at 100 times speed, listen to them in eight seconds, you know, shit like that. But uh, but no, on the real, you know, like I said, I just want to do this. I want to be successful. I want to do this the best I can so you guys get the best product. And, you know, maybe, you know, in the future, I don't do this shit for free. But anyway, as we're building, another thing, too, I left out on the last episode, you know, uh, studio should be set up sometime in the beginning of February. So, you know, the building's being built now. No, I'm not getting a studio built. I am getting a, uh, a pole barn built for, you know, storage and outdoor shit at the crib. And, you know, just a little insight onto my life, you know, had to get that built so it can clear out space in the house. So whether the studio goes in the barn or the studio goes in the basement or in a third bedroom or what have you, long story short of it is that we needed to create space to be able to have that space. So that's where we're at now. And we're closer than we've ever been before as of this particular recording. They're putting gutters on my barn. So that's what's up. But anyway, I want to get a couple of those things out of the way, let you guys kind of know why the change is happening. Because I want to I wanna be able to give you guys my time and my thoughts and my terrible wrestling takes. But I want to be able to do it efficiently. You know, I want to be able to do it in the best me possible, the best scenario possible. So you guys get the best episodes possible. I do, again, I do personally prefer longer episodes. I like listening to longer episodes. I was doing something when I do yard work, you know, for instance. I'd rather have a three-hour podcast in my head that I can flow with while I'm doing yard work, you know, but the way things are going now, the wave of clips and all that stuff, shit, there's people who get, you know, millions of hits on, you know, 20 second clips, but only get 150 downloads just happens like that. So this game is always evolving. This game is ever changing and we have to do the same thing. So my evolution here is to scale back to the 20 minute episodes and really just, you know, focus on quality in the quantity. So that's how I plan on breaking it down. Uh, we'll see if I can control my narratives a bit. Shouts to Psych. Fuck control your narrative. That shit was whack. That shit was nap. But shouts to Braun Strowman, man. Hopefully he comes back pretty soon. Um, anyway, this particular episode is supposed to stay structured towards Rock and Roman at Mania. And again, the more I think about it, I do think Kyle from the April Buff is correct when he's talking about SummerSlam because the depth of story 
that The Rock and Roman can tell is bigger than that, man. But we don't know what kind of time we have with The Rock, what time of capability he has to cut promos on Raw or SmackDown or what have you, the ability he has to continue to show up, to have the story grow. Because we know at the end of the day, everything turns into a four-minute promo package before the match, right? So we just need enough, enough data to be able to create those video packages before the match, right? And I think that would happen in a bigger, better build towards SummerSlam. So there's a chance for all you Cody lovers out there that Cody gets his shot at Roman and that starts the downfall of Roman, which can lead to a better story with The Rock. I completely agree with that particular take. And taking it out to SummerSlam, we would have the opportunity to tell a bigger, better story. So for me, I would still like to see this happen, though, at WrestleMania. This is a way to get Rock and Roman at night one, closing the show. Because I do think Cody's moment would be the full talk of what WrestleMania is about. And that's a good thing. And Cody can still tell his story afterwards with Randy. And having Roman rock night one means there's something incredible to top off for night two. Uh, You know, kind of like the Boneyard match. You know, when that happened night one, it was it was the takeaway, you know, Sasha, Bianca, night one, you know, it was how do we top this the next night? So, you know, the opportunity to really be able to, you know, get get some really big juices flowing night one. I mean, shit, a lot of people had the tag match from this year's WrestleMania night one as match of the year. So it's not uncommon to think that this kind of blockbuster deal between Roman and Rock can main event night one. Because it is a main event of WrestleMania. And they've been handling those situations very well when it comes to the stature of night one compared to the stature of night two. There there really hasn't been a transference letdown of what night two would be about. So in my opinion, I think it would be wise. I think it would be proper to have night one of WrestleMania be Rock versus Roman. You have Randy beat Roman at Rumble. Randy, the legend killer, now takes a full shot at Roman Reigns. Roman Reigns now has to be humble, can go after Randy again, but then Cody ends up getting in the way because he won the Royal Rumble. So Randy's guaranteed shot, Cody's guaranteed shot at Mania is going to be with Cody. Roman Reigns looking disheveled, unhinged, aimless, out of pocket, if you will is exactly where The Rock picks up his storytelling when it comes to the Tribal Chief character of the Enoa'i family. Now, kayfabe, whatever, you know, The Rock isn't blood-related to the bloodline, right? Like, his, his actual story of it is that his mom was adopted by Peter Baivia when uh, his grandmother married Peter Baivia. Now, if I'm not mistaken, the High Chief Peter Maivia never had grandkids or kids of his own. So it's a very tricky story to tell, but that's the loophole that helps Rock run the bloodline, right? Because Peter Maivia had brothers, and that's where basically the entire bloodline comes from. But who's the figurehead of the entire family? High Chief Peter Maivia. 
So while he is the Rock's grandfather and the full mythological patriarch of the Anawai family, he's not Roman's grandfather. You know what I'm saying? He's Roman's uncle or dad's uncle, if you will. So it's very tricky. It's very tricky to delineate how, actually, you know what? No, Roman. If Roman's dad is Afa, then I believe him and the Usos are second cousins. I don't know. Dude, the Wikipedia on the bloodline family tree is fucking bananas. That shit goes everywhere. So it's really hard to follow. But that's that's the the, the intriguing part about what the Anawai legacy is when it comes to this particular storytelling. So if you want to bring facts into it, well, the rock is in blood. However, the Brock, uh, the Brock, the Rock is Samoan, right? So his Samoan legacy, albeit not blood-related to Maivia, is actually directly correlated to the influence of Peter Maivia because of how he grew up in the family that way. So they have a great story to tell. The opportunity to fight over the head of the table properly, again is why I wish Jey Uso and Roman Reigns had some type of tribal celebration leading into the SummerSlam match, right? Like I said on the SummerSlam recap, I wish they, you know, they came out and they each did a traditional haka and had more tribal aspects attached to it. Because we've seen Rock perform hakas, be it in the Fast and Furious movie or even um, in Celebration of Moana, like he's that that part of that culture is so beautiful, is so overwhelming. I worked in Hawaii for six months on a cruise ship, and we were attached to the local, um, um, the local traditions, the local uh, fuck. Uh, I'm blanking here. The, the the ancestry of what the towns and cities were about, and the state itself. And it's albeit very tragic how everything happened, but the way, culture. Jesus Christ, it took forever. Um, but the culture of the Samoan legacy, the Hawaiian Islands, and the different tribes that were around experienced that stuff. So, so entertaining, so beautiful, so out of what normal, or I should say traditional presentations are on TV, that if when they bring that in to the tri- like a tribal ceremony for the match itself, we can really big build something spectacular, which... To Kyle's point, SummerSlam would be an amazing place to do stuff like that. Especially you can fucking book a, a SummerSlam at Aloha Stadium in Hawaii. Shouts to that fantasy book, huh? Um, which, yes, I know the Samoan Islands are different than Hawaii. I know. Um, but in this particular case, Roman's from Florida. You know what I mean? So, like, we can make the exceptions to add the culture where need be. So, with that being said, Rock's... Rock's... Uh, um, uh, stake to claim for the throne is right there, right? He deserves the chief chair because of his legacy in wrestling, because of his legacy in the box office, his legacy as a superstar, the cheers he gets when his music hits. I mean, that's not a fable. When Rock came out again on uh, on Monday in San Diego, the goose, he turned into one giant goosebumps. You know what I mean? Like, um, Fuck, Marsh, shouts to Marsh, wrestling in a rock. She goes, no, nah, man, those are mini muscles. You know, his, his muscles are so big, his goosebumps got muscles. Like, you know, that that legacy that The Rock created 
well, built built off of, you know, because of Wild Samoans, uh, you know, um, uh, Head Shrinkers, to Rikishi's solo career, Omaga, all that. I get it, you know, but The Rock was a big part of that, and he was the biggest star. And now Roman being the biggest star, the one thing uh, Roman is lacking in the Tribal Chief character, honor, humility, family, legacy. He's lacking the core principles of the Samoan legacy uh, of that culture that's very, very giving, very willing, very caring, uh, very protective. You know, that those things Roman hasn't been experiencing. He's been um, he's been expressing uh, greed, um, obsession, uh, uh, dictatorship. You know, he hasn't been he hasn't been exercising care. You know, his care is through threats, not through uh, compassion. So The Rock being able to tell that story is right there in front of us. And there's, the legacy goes deep. You know, anyone who's watched The, the Young Rock knows how, how long he's been in the wrestling world, considering his father a wrestler, his mother running a promotion, his grandmother running a promotion. High Chief Peter Maivia, you know, like has been a figurehead, if nothing, in The Rock's life. His his entire career and to this day. So I don't know, man. I know it's going to be a stretch to get all of that information across from now until WrestleMania. But not since the Pat McAfee show in Colorado has The Rock ever said anything about doing this. And even beforehand. The only other thing that we had was in the, the show Young Rock, where they had a depiction of uh, Roman Reigns saying, hey, when are we going to wrestle? And The Rock's character said, oh, a match like that's only big enough for WrestleMania. You can see how The Rock coming out on San Diego and ending this promo with, you know, uh, I'm going out to eat. Should I sit at the bar? Should I sit at a booth? Or should I sit at the head of the table? Is so deliberate. Because he stayed away from it for so long. Or anything mentioning that there was going to be something significant with The Rock. Because every time he comes out, it's all about the fun of what he's doing. He never once plants a seed for anything. So the fact that he said it so deliberately, I would honestly, like without a shadow of a doubt, this is happening. It is absolutely going to happen. And it's going to happen. And it's going to make sense. It just depends on timing, scheduling, and how The Rock can fit it in. So, you know, the safer bet, and I, you know, not shitting on the SummerSlam prediction because I do like it, but the safer bet is SummerSlam because you have time to build that. Uh, you know, and that's just, that, that's facts, right? Like, the, the more time you have, then the more you can, you know, you can weave it in and out. I mean, like I, like I even just said earlier. You can tell you take longer time to tell the longer story so you can have a better video package. Absolutely. You know, I don't think I don't think Roman with the title helps tell the story as far as the relationship between Rock and Roman and the tribal chief. Because again, let's let's go back to the Cody story, right? What's Cody's legacy story about, right? His story is about the title. Not the person holding it, not the person he would have to beat for it. It's just the title itself. So in this particular case, the title wouldn't mean, and, and The Rock can even say that, the title means nothing to the tribal chief. The tribal chief is about family, not about accolades. And 
that's what I think takes the title away and means more because Roman's obsession be with the tribal chief and the head of the table is getting him blinded to these prizes, to these things. And taking the title away from Roman gives you the ability to tell the story. But what it also does is it prevents it prevents the rock from having to put hands on Solo, having to put hands on Jimmy, because you can't be a hypocrite in this approach either. You know what I mean? You can't have you can't <laughs> you can't have Rock simultaneously break down the bloodline while explaining how important being the tribal chief really is. So I don't know. I would like to see I would like to see that be the approach. I would like to see them take the time to get there. I don't know exactly again what kind of timing the rock can give to it, but that's my two cents on it. You know, I just don't think the title is would be necessary in it. And having the title come off of Roman is what can really set off Roman to be unhinged. He can blame Solo. He can blame Jimmy. He can blame Paul Heyman. He can blame everyone he wants to. And then The Rock can step in and just say, blame yourself. You know, true leaders take ownership of their operation. And that's where I'm at with it, you know. So I figure I'd break up the episodes, try to stay more streamlined on the topic instead of going on tangents here and there. Gave you another bout, you know, what were we at, like 16, 17 minutes right now? If I could break out another three, I would, but fucking just don't have it in me right now. And that's cool. Add both episodes together, you know, we're pushing that 35-minute mark, 40-minute mark, whatever. Uh, We'll see. So I'm going to keep trying to do episodes like this. If I can break them up a little cleaner, I will. If I can stay more on topic, I will. But more to come. A lot, lot more to come. In 2024, Happy New Year to everyone. I hope you all had safe, healthy, happy holidays. Uh, You know, I wish nothing but the best for everyone out there. You know, we all go through our own shit in life, and I go through mine. And uh, I think, you know, the the simple representation that I made to myself, you know, there's this thing with Endgame when the new year hits, when the ball drops and you count down in your area, you have an opportunity to sync up the movie with the ball dropping. And the first couple times I did it, it was to the Tony Stark snap. And what that did is it eradicated the bad. And I just said to myself that it seems like that didn't help because it was a focus on bad energy. So the last two years, we've done the, the countdown to the Hulk snap, which brings back the good that was taken away. You know, so, well, plus the bad because 50%. But anyway, point is it brings back the good and focuses on the good energy and the things that you've lost that you would like to maintain and also have a second chance at growing. And I think that's what's bringing the positivity for me last year, positivity for me coming into this year. And I wish you all the same positivity. So as we recognize the bad around us to let the good stuff in, let's also remember to recognize the bad stuff that could come out of us and express the good. Uh, that's probably the corniest fucking thing I've ever said on here, but at the end of the day, it's true and I believe it. So I pushed it to around 20 minutes and it wasn't just a ramble for it. It was heart of heart feelings. I would like to say thank you guys so much for listening and all that. Give me all your comments, concerns, questions, bullshit, shit talk, all that stuff. TV takes podcast.com. 
for all audio platforms. So if you're hearing me on one thing but not the other, go to tvtakespodcast.com, find your platform, uh, go into your feeds, just type in Terrible Wrestling Takes Podcast, uh, and at tvtakespodcast on Twitter, slash X, whatever you're calling it. So until then, we got another one coming. As these stories get better and better, I'm really looking forward to Royal Rumble, see how the women's division starts to unfold. I'd like to see more stories in the women's division going forward. So, yeah, man, uh, wrestling's awesome. It's been on a high of highs, and hopefully they can maintain that uh, that upward trajectory. Other than that, I got nothing else. Y'all take it easy. TV Takes Podcast on Twitter, tvtakespodcast.com. Talk to you all next time.